Welcome to the HitchedMag.com podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I have a new guest today, Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. Um, before we get into uh, this week's topic and questions, I first want to do, since this is your first time on, have you give a brief uh, background of who you are, what your experience is, uh, and some of the stuff that you've done in the past. Sure, I'll be happy to. I'm Dr. Noelle Nelson. I'm a clinical psychologist by degree and a relationship expert by choice. Um, <laughs> I have uh, learned an awful lot by being a trial consultant, interestingly enough, and working in lawsuits with lawyers about just what makes a relationship hold together and just what breaks it apart. So um, taking that into my, my um, book writing, this is, let's see, my current book is my ninth book. I love speaking to relationships and helping people keep it together because I think it's one of the great joys in life. Okay. And uh, this week we are going to discuss, which is a very um, timely topic, uh, essential rules to recession-proof your marriage. Um, so to get things started here, um, how important are money troubles when it comes to maintaining a positive marriage? My goodness, um, very important, Steve. I mean, when people have severe money troubles, they lose hope and they can leave the marriage sometimes, either emotionally or physically. Uh, they'll start to blame each other. So one spouse is going to say, oh, you shouldn't have gotten us in debt. And the other one's, oh, yeah, well, you're the one that wanted the bigger house. And, you know, it's a horrible blame game. Mm -hmm. And uh, in extreme cases, um, they may actually commit suicide or kill their family. We've seen that happen, thinking that that's the only way to end the pain. So, you know, keeping a, a positive relationship through severe money troubles is very important. And when we're not just talking about jobs, but uh, even if your job is secure, retirement accounts shrinking, um, 401ks disappearing, uh, many home values have just plummeted. Uh, do you think just about everyone is feeling the effects of this recession right now? Unfortunately, yes. Mm -hmm. You know, you look at your job and you think it's secure, but what's secure these days? Yeah. Companies we thought were rock solid have gone under. And not just that, but something I've encountered a lot with people is people are scrambling now to cover two positions. Yeah. Whereas they, you know, previously only had their own duties to do because of all the cutbacks. Mm -hmm. And people are very worried about, am I going to get a bonus? Forget a raise. And so people's ability to save, whether it's for medical emergencies or for the kids' schooling or to take a vacation, has, has gone down. And with that, people get depressed. So they get very unhappy, and it makes it difficult to stay motivated and stay with it. So even if you've got a job and you're okay that way, you could be impacted. And like you said, you know, your house values and such, which is worrisome to people, and around you. If you're not out of a job, well, somebody in your family or, or some of your friends are scrounging and trying to make ends meet and having a real rough go of it. So, yeah, I would say that this one, this one's a biggie. This one is except affecting pretty much all of us. Yeah, one way or another, right? As you mentioned, either you are insecure in your job, you've lost your job, or you know somebody else who has, which can also play a role in affecting the dynamic of your relationship with not just your spouse, but the outside environment that you deal with. 
Absolutely. And, and I know for me personally, I have I have a bunch of friends who have lost their jobs. Uh, some people last week they had a round of layoffs at their company, and a week prior they were just told how great the company was doing and how they don't need to worry, and then seven days later they're out of a job. So it is a really scary environment out there right now. It is, and that has far-reaching effects on our, our willingness to be loyal to a company or to a job. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you in the back of your mind, you're always going, well, <laughs> yeah, they say things are going great. Sure, heard that before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, now, so what can uh, a married couple do to recession-proof their marriage? Well, I think that the first and most important thing, Steve, is to see yourself as a team. The power of together, as in we can get through this together, mm-hmm. is enormous. Um, when a couple sees themselves as a team, they will pool their talents and their resources because, you know, what you don't have in your bag of, of what I can do, I may have, that kind of thing. Sure. They give strength to each other, and, and they'll, they'll help each other hope. You know, when one of you is down, the other one can, can cheer them up or vice versa. So I think that seeing yourselves as that partnership, which, which is, if you will, a real core part of a good marriage is a partnership, reminding yourselves of that and working it can be of great benefit. Okay. Um, another thing would be, as, as we touched on lightly, is to focus on your strengths and your, your qualities, your partner's strengths and your qualities. You know, this is not the time to beat each other up about anything. Mm-hmm. On the contrary, what you want to do is you want to empower each other. You want to take stock of your strengths and your qualities. Even apparently, you know, irrelevant things like, well, you have a good sense of humor, or I can make a casserole out of any leftover. Those are just as important as saying, well, I can go back to my accounting roots and, and see where that might fit in. So, you know, building up each other's strengths and qualities is real important. And one that I, I think people often overlook because when we're in the financial crisis, we, we get in that depressed down place and we forget to appreciate each other. And I cannot begin to tell you, Steve, how critical it is to keep that appreciation of each other going even through and especially through this kind of crisis, not to put each other down or criticize because think about it. When we're having financial problems, you worry about your abilities. You wonder... Do we have what it takes to pull through this? And we worry, how much worse is it going to get before it gets better? So when you criticize or you put down your partner, you intensify those fears, not just in them, but in yourself as well. So instead, what you want to do is let your partner know how much you appreciate them, just as they are, and reassure them of your love for them. Express your gratitude. You know, the words thank you are cheap, and they can come easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you want to thank them for however they are contributing to the betterment of your lives, whether it's helping out with the kids or putting it overtime or sending out yet another resume. Whatever it is, you want to keep that appreciation really strong because it is one of the core foundations of a good marriage. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like you mentioned, I mean, there's so much stress out there right now. You don't need to add to it by criticizing and, and putting your spouse down. So it's, it's only going to make things worse. Uh, do you have any other advice? Well, you know, we talk a lot about goal setting just in general. Uh-huh. But I think when it comes to a couple, we forget how cool it can be and helpful and strengthening to set goals together that you're going to work on together. And so that you focus on problem solving, not on blaming. I often think, Steve, the only way there is light at the end of any tunnel is if you see it there. So mm. 
you want to brainstorm together and figure out, well, what goals are we going to seek? And then you want to break them down to smaller goals and rough out some kind of plan for getting there, which will help you as a couple keep your sights constantly on how do we resolve this, not, oh, you're going about it all wrong, or you'll never be able to do that. Yeah. You, you know, you want to keep that very precious we front and center. You want to respect your partner's ideas and their input as much as you do your own. Because setting those goals, keeping them in mind, and we're always thinking of them as something we are doing together will actually strengthen your relationship. Mm-hmm. And right in line with that comes acknowledging and celebrating each time you achieve a goal, no matter how big or small. Because the hardest thing in crisis is to keep your motivation, your personal morale up. And acknowledgement and celebration really help. It doesn't matter whether it's, you know, something like having figured out a swap with your neighbors so, you know, you do some childcare and they help you with computer lessons, or, or whether it's a big deal like making it through the next set of layoffs without being laid off. Yeah. Whatever it is, if you can just take that moment to acknowledge and celebrate, and celebrate nothing more than a big smile or, you know, well, let's, let's make cookies tonight or whatever. It doesn't have to be, you know, let's take a cruise because who could do that right now? <laughs> yeah. right? But those small celebrations are really critical in keeping the drive alive. And, and when you set those little goals, it also gives you something to look forward to as opposed to just waiting for the hammer to drop. No kidding, because what is more depressing than waiting for that hammer to drop? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, setting the goals and then celebrating when you achieve. Any little tiny one of them helps to keep your spirits up. And I think, you know, it's that that gets drowned the fastest in these situations is our spirit. Mm-hmm. And as a couple, you have such a treasure there in each other in keeping, helping each other keep that spirit alive. Mm-hmm. And in this day and age of instant gratification, do you think it's difficult for people and couples to be patient and maintain a positive, uh, proactive attitude? I think it is. I think especially for the younger couples because they have never known this kind of crunch. As a matter of fact, it's only the older people amongst us, the older couples who have already been through this, if you will. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we've all been used to running out and getting a latte or, you know, getting the latest thing for your iPod, whatever it might be. And all of a sudden, the world has come to kind of a screeching halt. And it's, it's, it's almost shocking to, to people, especially younger couples who haven't been there before. So I think that it does take an extra dose of take a deep breath, Let's be patient. Let's remember we can get through this together. You know, I believe in you. You believe in me. And all those sorts of things which will help couples not only make it through these hard times, but find even deeper bonds between them, more reasons to love each other. Mm-hmm. That was a great outcome. You know, I've, I've often said, and I, I just internally think this, that underneath the doom and gloom of this current economic situation, that I think it's it should, I'm hoping it's going to help people reset their priorities of what's really important in life and, and come together closer and really appreciate the things that they do have as opposed to, like you said, making sure they hit, hit their latte run on their way to the office kind of a thing. I think you have a wonderful point there, Steve. It's absolutely true that we have sometimes lost sight of the genuine treasures, which are the treasures of the human spirit and the human connection. And I think this crisis indeed already has shown that we are fully capable of reviving those truths that are, are 
way more meaningful, especially in the span of a lifetime, than whether or not you could make that latte run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Much as we like that latte run. <laughs> I do like that latte run myself. <laughs> well, uh, Noel, uh, that is going to conclude uh, this uh, first installment of the podcast with you. So thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Steve. And I want to let everybody else out there know that you can get more information from Dr. Noel Nelson at her website, yourmanaswonderful.com. And also, please check out her book, Your Man is Wonderful. Appreciate your partner, romance your differences, and love the one you got. And of course, uh, Noel is a regular contributor to the website. Uh, so please check hitchedmag.com. And you can also find her columns within the Experts channel. And uh, until next time, thanks again, Noel. Thank you, Steve. Okay, bye now. Bye-bye. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.